Hello there. I am David A. Specht, the original old dog. If there is anything I have learned in my 30 plus years of life and leadership, I have learned that mindset is everything. Join me and my guests as we explore the positives and negatives of that thing between our ears. This is Keep This In Mind. Hello and welcome to Tuesday, Keep This In Mind. I'm super excited about the show today. Um, Just kind of give you a little bit of background. Um, Moving to Middle Tennessee when I first met Megan was not on my radar. As a matter of fact, we met at a couples retreat where she was on staff and she and my wife, uh, Tina, spoke a lot together. And all of a sudden, a few months later, I'm living in Middle Tennessee and Megan Farrell had a mastermind event that I went to, and and those who know me know that I'm an introvert and don't like to go to things by myself, but <laughs> she uh, she showed up, and I showed up, and made, she made me feel really comfortable, and she kicked things off with this talk about limiting beliefs, and let me tell you something. This is probably the one thing that keeps people from stepping into their purpose, from being all that God's meant them to be, because they get get stuck in their head about who they think they are. Some people call it imposter syndrome. Some people call it, you know, uh, well, they call it limiting beliefs. So, Megan, I just kind of want want you to to share with, with, with the folks watching today just kind of how you started and, and how your own limiting beliefs kept you. Because let me tell you something, folks. This is the hardest working woman in Middle Tennessee. If you follow her at all, she is all over the place doing so many things, you know, from Unstoppable Women to 615 VIP, her day job with, with Bell Law. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know whether you're coming or going. I don't know if you know whether you're coming or going. Some days I don't, yes. So, well. so, so kind of talk about this whole concept of, of limiting beliefs for me. Yeah, limiting beliefs is something that I think we all know it. We all have them. But until you really zone in and understand what it is, you can't really fix anything until you kind of see and kind of realize your problems, right? And that is one thing that I've always had limiting beliefs, but I didn't know what they were called. This summer, I took a course in NLP. Um, The best way to describe that, if you know Tony Robbins, that's what he does. Um, And it's been a life-changing, game-changing effect for me. Um, Things that I already were applying in my life and that I knew about after taking the NLP course and doing timeline therapy, because I do work with women and coach women on the side, um, along with, like you said, with the full-time job. Some days I don't know where I'm coming or going, but I show up. Um, You you learn what those are. Some of the things that you've always said. Limiting beliefs can be all kinds of different things in your life. They can be this voice in your head. Um, Even though I've been trained, I've been certified, and I coach other women, I still find myself sometimes saying things in your head, like in the mornings when I'm getting ready, I put myself in a position to be rushing or whatever, and I'm like, why is this always happening to me? Why is this? Why is that? I'm speaking negativity and almost limiting beliefs back into my life. You have to recognize it, and you have to know when to shut it off. And so many people don't know the pattern because they've done it for so long, it's become part of their life. It's become what they do, their everyday routine. And when we live in that, you know, there's a cause and there's an effect for everything that we do. And I tell people all the time, when you want to make a change, you're going to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's kind of what I talked about at the mastermind that day, David, is that you're in your life and you're tired of where you're at. You're tired of going so far and then getting stuck. 
it's something, a roadblock that you keep hitting. And a lot of times it's ourselves that keep us there. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. It's easy for us to put the blame on somebody else. Um, if we're living in the now, we realize that sometimes we're mad at traffic, but why are we mad at traffic? Because we didn't leave the house a few minutes earlier. You know, that's a cause and effect. And living in the now makes you present. And instead of pointing the finger, you pull the thumb back sometimes and look in the mirror. And once you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, that's when you're going to start seeing those limiting beliefs that you have in your life show up. Then you can fix them. So, for example, I'm from a small town. It's very common for people to go get a job working nine to five, do not do anything outside of that box because you got to have that, you know, that guaranteed salary, that guaranteed paycheck. Sales are discouraged a lot and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's a lot of people that have successful lives, but I, in my life, feel like entrepreneurship is where I've been called. Um, having, I have a servant's heart and I love to help people and me doing that is very, very important um, so by, by me having, removing those limiting beliefs and saying, okay, I'm going to do something totally different than, you know, going here and working here my entire life and retiring here. I'm going to take these big dreams that I have in my head that a lot of people have in their head. They just don't ever express them and walk into them. And I'm going to start making changes so I can start doing the, my dreams and what I'm called to do. It's very, very hard to have a conversation with people that doesn't see that because they've always been told this is what you're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. When you start thinking outside of the box, you're going to you're going to have a lot of people that are going to disagree with you. that are going to try to pull you a different way. And that's OK. Um, there's nothing wrong with them and their thinking. But you have to do what's best for you. Going back to what we're talking about, limiting beliefs in, in, in my situation, I can speak for myself. Everybody has different ones, David. Mine was um, I, the fear of, you know, I, I, finances. I'm trying to think of the right word for it. So I, I was always afraid of. And what if I didn't have a, you know, a nine to five job or what if, you know, what if this or what if that? There's a ton of what ifs that go on with that. And I had this vision that I wanted to create unstoppable. And I didn't really realize I had the vision. I had these seeds that were planted. I didn't realize what was going on until one day I woke up and was like, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to do. Well, how can I do that and be a full time mom? How can I do that and work a full time job? You can do anything that you set your mind to. You can do anything that you put your hard work into. And I take everything that I want to do and I write it out. Um, you can ask, um, tr uh, I was at Travis's house a few weeks ago and I sat down and I wrote down everything out that I wanted to do for 2023. And they, there's some big dreams in there. There's some really big things that I want to do in 2023. And I'll be darned if I want to do them or I want to die trying to do them. Okay. <laughs> so it, it, but a lot of times people don't even want to write them down and say them out loud because it's so scary that they're afraid they're going to fail. Um, Limiting beliefs will hold you back from doing those things. I always said before, I was a good number two. I was good at making your business good. I was good at making their business good. I was really good at marketing for this, this, and this. But when it came to myself, did I not think I deserved it? What's going on? Why was there some type of block that I couldn't do the same thing for everybody else? I mean, for myself that I was doing for everybody else. There's somewhere along the line, and this is another time, another podcast for another time, <laughs> where you don't feel your worth. You don't feel that you're that you're worth it because you have sat there in this cycle and you have done this, like, the limiting beliefs that have kept you from doing that. You're so afraid to take that next step because what if what if something happens? What if you fail? And you know, our friend, uh, I think Omar was on here too. You know, he does. What if it did work? He wrote the book. Um, 
what, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to be back where you started? You know, I always tell people all the time, like, you're not ever going to get there unless you step out and take that chance. And um, a lot of people will say, will say complacent for a long time, and they'll listen to that still small voice in their head and they'll, they'll, uh, or they'll start for a little bit, David, and it doesn't get the results that they want or they don't have the views that they want. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, nobody's listening. I'm going to quit when they're so close to a breakthrough. I, so I would, yep. I, and I would go, I would say, you know, we, we do live in a microwave society, right? We, if we don't see immediate react, immediate traction, somehow we're either doing it wrong or we were never meant to do it, et cetera. Now, one of the things that you said, you, you said you, you went through through the course this summer, but was there like a, a moment that you said that that you that you got sick and tired of being sick and tired of of living the life that you were living that that you had this epiphany that you know I'm meant for more than I'm than this because I mean really the course was your first step, but but mm-hmm. what was that? Were you exposed to something that you're like, well, they're no different than I am, or or yeah, what, what what was that moment for you that that you said, you know what, I'm just gonna get out of my own way and and, and take steps in in direction of of attacking these beliefs. Yeah. I think I played my best, and I hate and I hate to say this, but I played my best sometimes when my back's against the corner sometimes. And um, I, I made a career change last November. You know, I left where I met you at. And I was like, you know what? I met a lot of people there. I learned a lot there, networked a lot, still have relationships with people that I met there. And I'm so thankful for that. But why can't I do this for myself? This is something I've dreamed about before I started working there. This is something that I've dreamed about my whole life. Like, I've got to start attracting my people. And I woke up that week, that, I, that week after that happened, and I just sat there and just thought, why am I not worth it? So that was kind of a wake up call for me. And then I kind of, I guess I was awoke, <laughs> awoke, or is that the word now? You're woke now. Um, at that point. And I started waking up and realizing that I am worth it. And then I think what really, about six months down the road, that moment that you're talking about right here, is when I started realizing I have to be authentically myself. You know, I'm, I am from a small town and I say that, and, and I'm not knocking small town. I am a small town girl and I always will be at heart. I don't care if I move to New York. I will be a small town girl at heart forever. I love it. But you're always worried about what Betty Sue is going to be saying to your mom on the second row at church the next day, you know, or what if I let a cuss word slip or what if I, what if I'm sitting there drinking a glass of wine and I might have, you know, three or four glasses of wine a month, but what if that picture, somebody sees it and thinks that I drink wine every day? You know, you think like that. Let's just be real. You think like that. You're worried what people are going to think. And if you do that, you're not attracting your people because you're like, well, if I say this or I post this or I do this content, what if I leave these people or I offend these people? Well, guess what? They're not your people. They're not who you're supposed to be on your platform with. You're going to take who you're going to, who you need is who you want on your team, right? I learned that from Brad Lee, you know, when I met working with coach and he, that was the best advice he probably ever gave me, whether he realized he was giving it to me or not, was you got to be authentically who you are and you're going to attract your people. So that was kind of my wake up call. And I started just being myself. I would be myself on TikTok. I would be myself on Facebook. What you see is what you get with me. And take it or leave it. And some people may have got offended and left, but a lot of people, I have got a lot of love and a lot more people in my circle that are true, genuine part of my tribe. So that was probably my moment of wake up. And I have been hitting the ground running since, nose to the ground. And then just really having that traction to be like, I don't care. You know, there's some days, David, I'm sure you have all these things that you're doing that you've got planned or the people that are watching have planned. And then they get very frustrated 
some days they wake up and they're like, I'm not feeling it today. Or I've put so much time in this, I'm just not feeling it today. That's normal. That's human. You know, that's human nature. But you still get up and you keep going. You keep moving. And that is when you're starting to see those limiting beliefs that we talked about earlier start to shift, start to go. I'm not saying they're not always going to be there. You're just going to recognize them and you can move away from them. Get out of that pattern cycle. And as you went through your journey like this, obviously you, you became inspired to pay it forward, to, to, yes. to take what you've learned and impact other lives. And I, you know, and I think that's the, the basis of Unstoppable Women and, and, and the entire movement that, that you've created. Well, t- tell me about, you know, who are you trying to impact? Who, who's the person when you're, when you're taught, think of Unstoppable Women, who's the person that you're trying to transform? Well, I mean, it's anybody that pretty much God puts in my path. But when it started, the vision of Unstoppable Women was to help single moms that were working but couldn't get government assistance because they were working, but they still need help. To me, that's some of the poorest women in in the U.S. is the working mom that's too prideful to ask for help because that's how I was. I had $12 in my bank account, you know, two years ago. and wondering how I was going to make it to church back and forth. But I would not ask anybody. And everybody thought that I was dressed in the nines, that I was living my best life. I wanted to remove that stigma to help those women, to create a safe place for them. That's what we're doing. By doing that, David, I've also opened this door of these women that are just strong women from the CEO down to the stay-at-home mom and just all kinds of women that are like, hey, I just want to sit at a table where there's good women that are going to support each other. They're not, they're not going to talk bad about you when you go to the bathroom. You know, no mean girls allowed. So that just kind of blew up with Unstoppable. It started off helping the single mom, which is what our hardest force will continue to do. Uh, and then there's been a, a, a women and men that have came in to say, hey, we just want part of this energy exchange. We just want part of this community. And it's just starting to grow and take off from there. So that is that is who, truly who we're trying to help. Anybody can have a seat at our table. We believe having a servant's heart. I tell people all the time when you're in a, a bad situation or you feel depressed, a lot of times this time of year people feel depressed. Sometimes find somebody to serve. Jana Truman says that a lot. Find somebody to serve. Find somebody to to give your you know to give your time to to provide value to, and I promise you, your direction is going to change. Your outlook is going to change because there's so many people that have it so much worse than we do. We just get kind of stuck in this rug of this tunnel vision, right? And um, so, Unstoppable was created for that, and it has just led to so many things. We've helped women with um, interviews. We've given them back to uh, work outfits. We've given them kids back to school clothes for some single moms that nobody really even knew about. We've done a lot of things. Sidebar, uh, we lady one lady that I know, she's a hardworking woman. She, bless her heart, walks to work. And we were able to come in and just surprise her with the um, proceeds from the Unstoppable Mastermind that you went to. We took the proceeds and just dropped dropped off a bag that had cash in it and some goodies. And, you know, just said, hey, you know, we, we love you. We're thinking about you. We see you working hard. This is not a charity handout. This is just something that we're doing to say thank you for, for everything that you're doing. Um, and being a hard worker. So that is what it's about and the mission's about. Awesome. So you you said that you uh, sat down and wrote down some big plans for 2023. Are you, are you uh, ready to, to put those out into the universe by speaking them at this point? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a couple (laughs) things and and, you know, that's what I tell people all the time. Like I love to speak it because then, then you're held to it. Right. Because then you're just more accountability. Um, 2022, my big thing was I was going to have a mastermind. I was going to do a clothing drive, and I did both of those. I wanted to do a concert benefit for these women, but uh, time got away from us. We didn't finish that. But if everything that I wanted to do, um, 
we did in 2022. 2023, we're going to have our first retreat. I wanted to do a retreat pre-COVID. We had to shut it down and we started doing the masterminds instead because of the COVID that hit. But we are going to do one in 2023 uh, fall. So stay tuned for that. So that's going to be our first little kickoff there. And we're doing one for women and they're doing one for anybody that wants to come. So I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, and it's going to sound a little pointed, but I think I think it, it, it'll work. And that is, if somebody's watching this and they say, "Well, that's good for her, but she's not me," what would you say to that person that said, "You know, you you've got—I won't say you've got it easy, but 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 well, she had everything fall into place for her. She she had a network, she had all these things. What would you say to that person to help them get over their own limiting beliefs?" Okay, I would say that that person, I was you. I would be watching YouTube videos and I would be like, okay, you're saying this, you're saying manifest this, say this, say that, and this is what's going to happen. I was the person that was skeptical and was doubtful because in the back of my mind, I didn't think I could deserve it. You got to figure out why you think that way. And you got to figure, you got to quit putting the blame on your friends, your work, your boyfriend, your your girlfriend, whatever you got to, or husband, wife, whatever. You got to look in the mirror and you have to say, why do I keep going down this path? Because until you do, nothing's going to change. You're going to keep being, oh, the woe is me. The world's out to get me. And I'm not trying to be ugly here. It's tough love. Sometimes you just have to hear it. And when you stop doing that and you start finding ways, it was not easy for me. But, I, you know, people can look at me and say, oh, well, she's dressed. You know, she's got the Gucci and she's got this and that. Half of us bought at Goodwill. And I'm not afraid to tell people that. I'm not afraid to tell people that. I'm proud of that. Uh, but what I'm saying is people think that it's all glamorous, but they don't see the grind and the struggle. Everybody that's successful has that grind and struggle. Some people choose to share it. Some people don't. I'm an open book. I don't care to share mine. Um, there's months still. You can look at me and think that I'm living my best life and I'm very, very successful. And deep down, it's been a struggle that month. But one thing that sets me apart, and if you're watching this and you're like, how does she do it? I keep showing up. That's it. I keep showing up. Because there's sometimes that I don't want to, it would be easier for me to say, screw it. I'm going to stay at home. I'm not going to go to these events. I'm not going to go out and network. I'm not going to put that dress on. You know, you need more people in your life. Point blank. If you want to be successful, you've got to put yourself in front of people. If you don't, you're going to be stuck in the same place forever. And you're always going to be, what if? What was me? Why isn't this working? And it, it just comes down to you being sick and tired of being sick and tired. That That's awesome. You're absolutely right. And I often tell people that, that they see a glimpse and then they put a yeah. whole story around it, right? We just right. do it in our heads. You know, if you see somebody driving a fancy car, you've already ass- assessed them. Or if you see them driving a crappy car, you've assessed them. You know, I, I tell people all right. the time and I, I tell I tell my leadership friends, I'm like, guys, you got to get your health in order because the the assumption is if you're overweight, you're lazy. You may be the hardest working man in your industry, but if you're physically not looking the part, people feel yeah. it's not fair, but it is what it is. So, so yeah, we, we assign, we assign story to what little glimpse we see. And, and there's always a deeper story there than what we see. I think Dave yeah, Ramsey absolutely. said it took him 15 years to become an overnight success. <laughs> that, that, that's the truth. But it took, if you know Dave Ramsey's story, you see, he, he did not have it easy. He failed he, a lot and he no. still gets judged for it. But yep. it is what it is. He's successful now. Absolutely. Okay, Megan. So tell people in our circles how, how they can get in touch with you, how to, how to follow you. What, what are all the things? 
Okay, so um, there's Instagram, Megan underscore 615 VIP, or of course, Megan Farrell on Facebook. Um, Unstoppable, it's on YouTube, Unstoppable podcast series, but it's on all the major platforms. We're getting ready to cut another one. It's going to be really good. Um, the, the rapper Smo, formerly known as Big Smo, his wife, Sarah Beth, and me are getting ready to cut one on boundaries, healthy boundaries coming up. So be sure to follow that. Um, Unstoppable on Facebook. Or you can just, you know, reach out um, to me, like on, like on any of my social media platforms. I'm on TikTok. I'm everywhere on social media besides Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm not really good at Twitter yet. I, need to <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Besides and that. follow yeah. her and you'll see that she is literally all over the place all the time. <laughs> and you heard it here. She sometimes doesn't want to be there, but she shows up. And that's that's the difference that's maker. That's right. Megan, that's thank right. you so much for being on today. And um Gosh, you, you inspired me just just by listening to your story, and and next time I come up against uh, limiting beliefs, I'm gonna I'm gonna punch it in the face and, and show up anyway. <laughs> Thank, you so, Thank you so much, guys. That is going to do it for this episode of Keep This in Mind. For more, visit davidaspect.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Thank you for listening, and remember, applied knowledge is power. God bless.